Support for the Takeover Lounge is provided by the Arts Foundation for Tucson and Southern Arizona, funded by the City of Tucson and Pima County, with additional support from the Community Foundation for Southern Arizona. Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. It is your boy Z Give tapped in with my co-host Daniela. <laughs> yep, she's out here. You know what I'm saying? I had to unmute my mic real quick. I was going off, and I didn't have my mic on. But it's 2021. It's a new year. <laughs> Welcome to season three of the Takeover Lounge. Y'all see, saw the new little intro we had. If you were rocking with us from before. And, yo, we are here with a special, special guest right in between us, right smack dab in the middle. We got Mr. Will Clay in the building. What is good, brother? What's the deal, man? How you doing? Man, we are chilling. It's it's a good Friday. I mean, amongst everything that's been happening throughout the week and the chaos, it's just good to be in a spot where I can feel like we can feel like ourselves, you know what I'm saying, and be here and talk music and track and field and all that good stuff, man. Love. Love, yeah, man. It's definitely good to be around love with all the, the hate going on in the world, man. It's definitely Facts. in this type of vibe, for sure. Yo, so we appreciate you being here, man. So first things first, man, Danielle is going to bless us off with the first question of 2021 with Mr. Will Clay. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right. So, well, the first question I have for you is what sports politics did you encounter in college and as an Olympian who had to deal with the Olympic governing body? Um, like, like, what type of like bullshit I had to deal with? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, in college, I didn't really deal with no none of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. College was pretty smooth. Um, for me, college was pretty smooth. You know, I I went to college. I graduated from high school early. Went to college. I was 17, and from like as soon as I stepped on campus, they took care of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They held me down. You know, even to the point to where, like, we had this thing called, uh, like, an opportunity fund. And, like, mm-hmm. it would be, like, times of the year where, like, you you want to go home to see your family, but you probably don't got no bread. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was this fund that they had for us that they would allow us to, like, buy tickets to, like, go home, like, and stuff like that. So, like, just little stuff like that was cool. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't too, like to business, to mm-hmm. like business like in college. You know what I'm saying? We we were just just athletes that went to school. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't too much of the business. But once I got once I went pro and uh got involved with the Olympics and mm-hmm. and shoe companies, mm. like that type of stuff, then it switched up. You know what I'm saying? Like to the point to where you kind of feel like a slave a little bit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Now, I wouldn't even call it a slave. I wouldn't call it a slave. I would call it a hoe. Oh, okay. I would call I would. I would say track athletes is like, for lack of a better term, hoes. Mm-hmm. And, and and we on the track. Right. That's, uh, no pun intended. We on the track. <laughs> and uh, the shoe companies, 
and the agents and uh, the Olympic Committee is the pimps. Mm. You feel mm. me? And the reason that is is because we don't have power as a as a as a as a group of athletes. We don't have no power because we don't unite. Right. And with with basketball, you got the the players union, football players union. We don't have that for track. So like, when somebody get done wrong, there's no nobody to hold the powers that be accountable. Mm. And so like, take for instance, like I don't know, you could be you could be the the num- top five sprinter, you know what I'm saying, of all time in the history of track and field, and a sponsor could just one day be like, you know what? We don't want you no more. Mm-hmm. We're just, we, we're going to, we're going to cut your contract off. You know what I'm saying? We think you're getting old. You know, there's somebody new coming up. We're going to just, we're going to cut off your contract and uh, send you on your way. <laughs> wow. Now you, now you have no income. Like right. track and field is based off of shoe sponsors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, like even right now, a lot of people, in track and field are unsigned. No, it, when when twenty twenty one started, they have no income because after the Olympics was projected to be in twenty twenty. Right. So their their contracts were most of our contracts are based on Olympics, so they're four year cycles. Right. So like somebody has signed a contract and it'll end the year that the Olympics is. So you go mm-hmm. to Olympics. You do your thing, whatever you do for the for the for the company, and then right. and then you get on. So after when it when the Olympics got pushed back to twenty twenty one, people's contracts ended in twenty twenty. Ooh, and the companies are not renewing them because they got to cut. They got but they got to make budget cuts because they lost money mm-hmm. last year. Right. So like right now, you got athletes, professional athletes. No income, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Trying to figure out where they're going to train at because right. a, lot of, a lot of places are shut down, you know what I'm saying? And, mm. and we don't have nowhere to compete to make money right now. There's no track meets. Like, you can go to track meets and make money, too. Right. But all the track meets are getting canceled, you know what I'm saying? And we don't have no, no like, union to where it's like, okay, like, the Olympics is putting up $117 billion into making the Olympics. Mm-hmm. We don't have no fund to take care of the athletes during right. the of that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, those type of business things is just, you know, it can get hard. Because it, it was times where I was in that position. Like, after the Olympics, I was, no, the year before the Olympics, I didn't have no contract. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And then the year after the Olympics, I didn't have no contract. I had to go out and hustle. And like, mm. um, I had to go find like my own lane. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Like go, I was signed with like a different type of com- company that didn't, that wasn't involved with like, try like not the major mm-hmm. shoe companies. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but that's just in me to hustle. You know what I'm saying? I always, right. I'm always, you know, going to keep my faith in God and, and, and grind to, to make something happen. So, you know, I, I, I always made a way and I always came out on top. Right. Better than mm-hmm. I was before, but. But as a as a like twenty four year old that hasn't even reached his peak yet, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, I I uh I feel like I did so much for for the company that I was with at the time. They just cut me off, let me go. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, 
pace. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I see you. I see you in the hallway. You don't even speak to me no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Like that. You know what I'm saying? That's where you start to be like, damn, this this game is cold. Like how you definitely. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like like on some like pimp shit. Like mm-hmm. oh, you don't. You not. You know what I'm saying? You not on on the track for me no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, right. I don't want nothing to do with you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the type of vibe it is. But, you know, it's like, it's it's a few people that are like me that have the same type of, you know what I'm saying, mindset that's trying to change the game. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, so for me, like, it's, we just trying to find a solution, you know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. We know what the problem is, but at this point, it's like we're not about to just sit back and complain. You know, we we trying to make solutions to these problems to where hopefully we can reap the benefit, but mm. for sure the next generation gonna reap the benefit from it. So definitely. Yeah. That's so dope. I mean, that's I didn't realize that's what went into track and field. I mean, I didn't I don't cutthroat. realize how y'all got paid and how little they look out for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's cutthroat, bro. Definitely. It's cutthroat. It's like definitely like the music industry game, definitely as well. I mean, the powers that be, like you look at these record labels. I mean, they're like these these true sponsors in the in the sense of not giving these artists the money that they deserve, you know. And then once you once they did their thing with you, they're like, all right, next next person, who we getting? Peace. You know what I'm saying? But the but the the record, the, I mean, the the music entertainment business is, I think it's more cut though, because yeah. you dealing with like. When I get paid, I get paid. That's my money. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you're an artist, you get loans. You're getting a loan. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna give you we're gonna give you a million dollars, but that million dollars has to go towards well, not has to, but supposed to go towards XYZ. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order to create um a project to sell. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and uh, a lot of people don't use all of that for that. So now, like, you done probably went and got a whole bunch of jewelry. You done bought cribs, cars, whatever you whatever you put your money towards. Facts. And, and then you got to pay taxes on that. You got to pay taxes mm-hmm. on the loan. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so you got to pay taxes on that. And then it's like, okay, you make a project. It do cool. But it don't bring back the money that you made. The money that you that you got in your events. So right. now you got to give up more of your. You got to give up more of your rights, more of your mm. masters, more. Of, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More percentage. Yeah. And so, and so then, you start to be more of a slave to the label. You have to start doing more of what they yep. do. Okay, we this is the sound right now. We need you to create a record that is going to blow mm-hmm. and you try and try and try you probably trying to do some shit that's not you, you know what I'm right saying? probably like you probably going through depression you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying you probably you know what i'm saying that a lot of artists you know what i'm saying they, they get on drugs in order to to create you know what I'm right saying? now you heavily on that you know what i'm saying god forbid you heavily on that and it, it's it's sad but like the artists that pass away that are signed to labels, the labels is the labels low key is eating off of that. Yeah. Because if you look at anybody numbers when they pass away, they go through the roof. Facts. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, oh, damn, who owns that music? Mm. Who mm-hmm. owns, you know what I'm saying? The labels. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so now they, and now they don't, who they, who do they got to, who are they going to pay it to? Yeah. They can get a percentage to the family, but that's only a small percentage. <laughs> if your family, if your family know how to go get it. Right. Exactly. You know that's the whole other thing. The whole other thing. So like the music business is cold. It's cold too. But like, I feel like right now it's a shift. I pray to God that Drake go, go independent. And change the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he's, not, if he's not already, you know what I'm saying? I hope, you know what I'm saying? He just stay independent. Because that'll just make it'll create a shift, you mm-hmm. know, for the whole game. Because he he's the greatest artist probably of all time. Um, it's all time, I think so. Ooh, when we when wow. we talking about when we just talking about we just talking about like the numbers of it all. You know okay, so? all right. Not not like he's not my person. Not like he's not my favorite artist of all time. But okay, okay. We're talking about like the Michael Jacksons and Princes and all like, right. Drake is up there mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We double checking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You double checking. Get on me. <laughs> you get on my head. But uh, yeah, I think a lot of artists now is like trying to do it the independent way. You know yeah. I mean? And you might you might go do a deal, but you get out of it, and you, and then you really like get on your you know saying your shit and, and turn That's up. But uh, yeah, man. It's like for me, I I I feel like. I love sports. Mm-hmm. I love music, but I want to be able to. I want to be able to have the freedom to do it on my terms, right? You know, mm-hmm. and so that's the that's the lane that I'm creating for myself, and and, and the people that's around me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to I want to be able to create like track meets for young athletes to go to and get mm. stupid paid like right like how tiger woods and them is getting paid to play mm-hmm. golf like you come to the track mm-hmm. meet and you're gonna leave with an m wow like mm-hmm. tight vibes you know what I'm saying? like to where they not they don't got to go through the type of stuff we go through and at right. the same time i'm trying to i'm trying to have move like move my label in the way that we take care of artists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, uh, what Jay waves and Don P we, three of us own desert water records. Mm-hmm. And like the whole thing of it all is to just serve, serve the artists in a way that they could not be served anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? You're going, right. you're going to be able to own your music. You're going to be able to get your mm-hmm. money. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, when you do good business, it's only gonna come back, you know what I'm saying, to you tenfold. So Facts. You know, it's just trying to do it the right way for for the for the next person. Yeah, and that's a it's a beautiful thing to to watch. I mean, you grow this this record label into something that's you know beneficial to artists and not hindering their success and you're not taking a big ass percentage off top and giving them loans that they it's like impossible to pay back. And it's so dope to see that. But I wanna talk about how you got to that point how did you you were like you were doing track and then you switched over to this music lane but while you're doing track you had the big ass song with yg i mean i don't give a fuck and then you were you were off the radar for music for a while mm-hmm. and then the record label came about i just want to know how how everything just came to be in chronological order at least <laughs> so 
chronologically, I I started doing music before I started to okay. like, track. Yeah. So like, I was already making music with Don, Waves, and Mitch. Mm. Like way back, you know what I'm saying? Way back, probably like I started making music with Don probably when we was like ten ten years old, ten eleven years old, and then high school. Mitch was a he was a drummer at the church, mm-hmm. and then Waves was like oh he had crazy bars even back then. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I was just like a vocalist, like I could sing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like we would just make music, like but we never we never would put it out. I think I had one re- I had one record with Waves that he put out back then. Okay. And then um, it was like 2012, 11. Okay. Mitch was going to school at Full Sail College in in uh, Orlando. Right. I was in college in Gainesville, Florida, and it's like a two hour drive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know what I'm saying? I'm chopping it up. Like, hey, bro, like, send me some beats. Like, I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cook. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I would just drive out there to like cut records. I was just like, I'm gonna just put a project together mm-hmm. put it on SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to put some shit on SoundCloud. And then um, I go to the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? I do my thing at the Olympics. I come back. Come back. Yeah, no big deal. I just did a stand at the Olympics. You know, <laughs> won a medal. Hey, nothing. Hey, it's, it's all right. Left something light. Came back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I go to the Olympics. I come back and I go straight to L.A. Celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm turned up in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Any club that was popping at that time, I was in there. And I was, I don't even think I was 21 yet, bro. I think they was, I was coming through the back, like, on some, like, yeah, like. Back, I mean, hey, you got the gold, you got, you got a medal around your chest. I mean, they let you in whenever. They was showing me love. I'm a young dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, I might have been 21. I might have just turned 21. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I end up at this strip club. And uh, I'm with the homies. And they like, hey, yeah, that's YG. But you see, bro. You see a whole corner. You see a whole corner of the strip club, and it's red. <laughs> the whole corner is red. Right. You see YG at the top. I'm like, dang, yeah, that is YG. At this time, like, you know, I'm I I had been listening to like Tooted and Booted in, in high mm-hmm. school. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, uh, the real Four Fingers was mm-hmm. like was listening to that in high school, and so I knew of I knew of YG, and I was like, yeah, he tight. And so, bro was like, yeah, you want to go, like, meet him? I was like, yeah, for sure. So we link up, you know what I'm saying? We chop it up. And uh, it was just love. Like, we just was cool on some, like, mutual respect type. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, they just, like, really, like, just brought me in like a homie. And so the next week, I go to Arizona. And now I'm turned up in Arizona, like, but I'm, like, bringing all the homies out, like. Right. At, this was the first time that, like, we started, like, doing bottles and sections and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm like, hey, yeah, come on. Like, y'all, that's on me. Go celebrate. So Mitch came out one night. And uh, I'm like, hey, Mitch, bro, I just linked up with YG in L.A. Like, and I think that I think that we could cut a record with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. West Coast type vibes. Right. And we could put it on my project. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, sure, you know what I'm saying? Don't trip off of anything, just make some beats. Right. So he was like, 
but I don't make those kind of beats. I'm like, shit. <laughs> you do today. <laughs> yeah. figure it out, bro. Like, just get creative. Right. So he go back to, he go back to Full Sail. You know what I'm saying? I go, I go back to Gainesville. And uh, I get a call from YG people. And they're like, hey, yeah, y'all pull up to the, pull up to the studio. We in Florida. They in LA. And we like, oh, damn, we got to, we got to like figure out a flight situation. Right. So we hop on a flight. You know, I think we leave like that weekend. We go out to LA for the weekend, and then um, yeah, we we get up get up in the studio. Miss start playing beats. Mm-hmm. As Miss playing beats, DJ Mustard walk in, Ooh. and uh, it was almost like a thing. It was like ah, uh, like yeah, little bro, put a little like well, let's get on a mustard beat. That's what like they was they was like mm, okay. Cause he, cause mustard on, right? And I was just like, man, we let hold on, like let bro play some, like let bro, you know what I'm saying? I think he got it, right? So YG go and he played one more beat, and he's just like going crazy, like oh yeah, this the one, mm. and it was that beat. So he asked me, he like, you got something for it yet? I'm like, nah, cause at this time, bro, I ain't never, <laughs> I ain't never really been in no like majors, like big studio. I just recorded in closets and like right. Yeah. So like I'm I'm kind of low key like I'm like you know what I'm saying I'm comfortable <laughs> right yeah yeah so so uh I wouldn't should feel though in front of YG I mean like and it's like fifty bloods in the studio bro right you're like oh hold up let me just step it's outside just, real quick it's, it's just me and Mitch right <laughs> me? So, like so I get in there man I'm sitting there the beat is just on loop I'm I'm just sitting there trying to write some. YG getting his haircut and he writing. As soon as the haircut got done, he hopped in the studio, he cut the hook, he cut the verse, and then he come out the booth. He like, that's tight. I'm like, yeah, that's tight. <laughs> and then he like, he like, uh, I gotta go, I gotta go make a club appearance. And he, mm. <laughs> he dipped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm like>, <laughs> The pressure's on. Right. Like, I'm trying to cut a verse, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I wasn't ever really on that type of, like, I wasn't in that type of bag, you know what I'm saying? I was right. in a different type of bag. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm cutting it, and they like, nah, bro, you got to turn up more. You got to turn up more than that. Da, da, da. And I'm hearing them in the booth on the headphone. I'm like, turn up more. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, for sure. So, like, I had, you know what I'm saying, I had to get my energy right. And then um, I get done with my verse, YG come back from the uh, club, mm-hmm. and then uh, we just playing the record. Everybody going crazy in the studio. Like, uh, they like, bro, this your first, like, real record like this? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. They're like, this shit, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> so, and so, uh, like, fast forward, we after we done played it, like, 50 times, YG is like, hey, bro, like, what you doing with this record? What you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I'm going to put it on my project. I'm saying I'm working on a little mixtape, and uh, he was like, "Can I put it on my project?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, take that, take that <laughs> for sure." So, you know, he put it on his project, and and it was like a hit. You know what I'm saying one of the, the biggest records, and then um, so we shot a video. Like he hit me one day, like, "Hey, but we shooting a video like next week. Can mm-hmm. you pull up?" I'm like, shoot, yeah. <laughs> and me and Mitch, again, again, hop on a flight. Like, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> and 
we go out there. I hit my homies from like that I grew up with in AZ. They drive out. You know what I'm saying LA, my brother, and then uh, yeah, we shot the video out there. And then uh, like when it all when it when it all came out, like everybody just from everybody from AZ went crazy. Like hit me like, dang, bro, you like back record with YG. Eyes going up, it's going up. But mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do next. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and I'm I'm doing track and I'm just like getting so much bread on on the track. So like, yeah. I'm like on some just like, yeah, that was cool. But like, you know what I'm saying? I'm really just doing my track. I'm on the track doing my tracks. I'm training, whatever. Right. And um like, you disappear forever. And then <laughs> and I disappeared for some time. You know what I'm but another reason why I disappeared at that time was because I got a lot of like bad press because of that. Like mm. back in the track world, like they were saying I was a thug at that time. Like it was like wow. real Yeah, they was like like this dude is a thug, like you know what I'm saying? The there was some like meet meet directors, meet promoters that didn't want to let me come to their meets. You know what wow. I'm saying? Like even my my sponsor at the time was like, yeah, we can't endorse that type of like. You know what I'm saying, mm. but, at, but at the same time, wow. you know, you're working with rappers, other rappers. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, on the same vibe, but it was just like it was weird. So like, yeah, I caught a lot of like flag and bad press for that. So it made me kind of like tuck into my shell, like to where right. like, like okay, like maybe I need to like chill out. Yeah. Mm. Because like I'm like I always been somebody I always been a person like big on on my faith in God. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, always mm-hmm. you know, do do it all. And um everyone know that know that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the record come out and they're like, dang, well like, what do you like, you know what I'm saying? They was judging me, you know what I'm saying, on, on that on that song. And I right. was like, no, nah, I was just like, that's it's a record. It's art. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. You can't. You can't say. You can't speak on my relationship with God based mm-hmm. off a song. One song that I put out. You know what I'm saying definitely. So that all happened, and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm about to just chill." I started trying to make different kind of music to mm. to fit. You know what I'm saying? The whole narrative. Everybody, right? Yeah, and it just wasn't really me. And then, uh. I wouldn't say I would say till, it wasn't till like 20, 2017, 2018 mm-hmm. to where I really was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do what I want. Facts. You know mm-hmm. And then like that's when I really started to go up. Like mm-hmm. I'm oh, I'm gassing, you know what I'm saying? I'm putting right. my foot on the gas. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? When nobody got to say, I know I'm I know I'm a dope artist and I know my I know my sound in my lane. Right. And I'ma just I'ma be in that. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. I just start gassing. I start, <laughs> I just start gassing and like and that's why a lot of people kind of feel like I just came out of nowhere, but you know, it's it's a whole back story to like from when I started to make music. Like I've been making music for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just I wasn't in Arizona. I wasn't in a city to, and mm-hmm. I wasn't promoting my music to Arizona, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I was mm-hmm. just, you know what I'm saying, low-key just doing it for the love of the music, for the art, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. It wasn't on no, like, trying to hand out flyers and selling mixtapes. It wasn't on that. It was just, right. 
You know what I'm saying? Me and my homies listen to it. I might put some on, on uh, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it, though. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. But as of as of like 2017, I'm gassing. Like I'm <laughs> I'm out. I'm in your face with it. You know right. Mm-hmm. That was the shift. That's crazy. I like that's a, that's a whole crazy story. I mean, I want I really not watch. I read an article with Chris uh, Chris Chavez that he did with you in 2017, where he talked about this story, and you know, 2017. Three years ago. I mean, four years ago now. So now hearing you speak about it, you like you matured a lot, definitely just as a person and just as an artist as well. I mean, you dropped three projects in 2020, I believe, right? You can correct me if I'm wrong. But just hearing like just how you evolved as an artist and gave us different, you know, feels, different takes of will. Will Clay, who like yeah. got uh, Kill Will, which was like, yo, I'm coming out. I'm going to talk my shit. Let yeah. me do it. I'm going to get off my chest. And then all that up to track five, I felt like was a little bit of a, what, what was it? 12 a.m. on the baseline where we got a little feel for for the next EP that was going to drop, which was uh, what, what was Slide for Love. Yep. And then I, I just love – you just gave us the whole R&B feel for it. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like you gave us the Will Clay R&B type of vibe. So yeah. I want to know, before we get into the break, how we got into – how you transitioned from each one. It's all based off of how I was feeling at the time. Mm. Like the first – yeah, the first project I dropped, Kill Will, like that was a, that was a, a tough time. You know what I'm saying? Like – that was just a really dark time for me. And I was, I was, uh, I was in a space to, I was, I felt like I had to come out of like a dark place. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was like a Rocky moment. Like, like, like you just got your ass beat. Mm-hmm. you back and you training and like you getting you know what I'm saying you getting prepared to like resurface you know what I'm saying and like really mm-hmm. and really prove to the world that you like you that nigga you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and uh that was that was where I was at when I made Will uh Kill Will you know what right. and that's why I called it Kill Will because it's based off of Kill Bill mm-hmm. and, and where um the the main I forget her name the lady oh what's her name I forget her name, but she was paralyzed, you know what I'm saying? Right. On her back, you know what I'm saying? And she had to fight her way to get revenge mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. on on a man who tried to kill her, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um that was the whole concept of that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I got I got kicked on my ass, you know what I'm saying? I got to fight to get up out of this. Right. Then slide for the love was just like I was just me and my girl. We just vibing, right? We cool. It's, we when we in the quarantine, we just on some just chilling. We just chill. We just chill. Thanks. And I just wanted to make make a record. Like it felt like a record that I would a project that I would play on like a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we just vibing. We like either like we cooking, cleaning, or whatever, or we just in the car just driving. And I Thanks. had I had uh just got this old school Benz. And uh, I was like, shoot, this sounds like I'm not playing that. You know what I'm saying? And so right. that was the vibe for that. And then quoted the third project mm-hmm. I dropped 
in um in 2020 was uh it was during a time where we was going through a lot of racial issues right a lot of our people was being killed mm-hmm. and and um it was just my like rendition of what I went through as a young black kid in South Phoenix. Right. And, and so that's why that, that project is, it's uh, a little bit more rough, like mm-hmm. rugged, rough West coast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but at the same time, you might have a couple little player records in there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to cap- capture the essence of like, um, a, a for lack of a better term, a good kid in a mad city. You know what I'm saying? That's the feel I got, low-key, from and, that album. Uh, and, yeah, and that's what it was. Like, I was I was really outside, and I was in the streets. I, I was around, like, I was on the south side during the bloodiest time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would never say I'm a gangster. I would mm-hmm. never say, like, I was, like, a super thug or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Around all of that, I was just so happy to be in sports, and I just mm-hmm. I was respected by the streets. You know what I'm saying? Because I was around, and um, yeah, that was just like my whole like life at that time. That was that was what that project was based off of. Thanks. And um, you know, just seeing a lot of things going on in the world, and that dealt with black and brown people. Mm-hmm. It just took me there like, dang, like I remember my run-ins with the cops. I remember you know, right. how, how things were when I, shit, I still go through it. But like it was more so back then because I was just outside more back then. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm-hmm. so that was, that, that's what, you know, Kill Will was, was based off of. So I just, I feel like with each project, it's just I got to live and, and feel a spark of something. Right. That I could build off of. You know what I'm saying? So, like, un- until, you know, you feel that, you really just, you know, you just kind of just cutting records, but you don't have no direction yet. <laughs> right. Exactly. So a lot of, some of those records, like, some of the records on Slide for the Love was supposed to be on. Quota? Uh, no, nah, it was supposed no. to be on uh, Kill Will. And something Ooh. like the record on Kill Will was supposed to be on slot. It was a lot of the records like coincide, but they just didn't have no no place yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I like that. Yo, before we continue on, we're gonna take a little break, a little halftime intermission. We're gonna watch this episode of the couch, number episode 13, I believe. I should know this. I mean, I do the couch every week. I should know this episode 13. So Man, Connor, if you're ready, if you got that pulled up, we can go ahead and do that, and then we'll pick it right back up with Mr. Will Clay. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13 of The Couch. And yo, happy New Year to y'all. We didn't get to say that to y'all when New Year dropped, but you know what I'm saying? Better late than never. We here. Happy New Year to y'all. Here are songs that you should be listening to that just dropped from AZ. Let's get into it. First things first, we got a single from Cash Lansky 
dropping this week called Flex featuring Morgan Clay. Run that up. Be sure to go pre-save the link. The link is in his bio. Make sure y'all go pre-save that. Next, we got Two Shots by Ago featuring Aski. It's a little short project. It's, it's two singles. So be sure to run that up and check it out. You can go, it's on all streaming platforms. So y'all have no excuse to not check that out. Next and lastly, we got JF who just dropped the music video for Pennywise. Yo, definitely check that out. His flow is ridiculous. I like it. That, I like that track a lot. So make sure y'all go check that out. And the kickoff this year in 2021, the Takeover Lounge has a special, special, special guest tapping in tomorrow at 8 p.m. And he goes by the name of Will Clay. He done, he did a lot and you get to know a lot more about him tomorrow if you tap in at 8 p.m. So be sure to be there. And yeah, we'll see y'all next week on episode 14 of The Couch. And make sure artists that you're tagging us in any of your drops, music videos, singles, uh, albums, EPs, we want it all, even our merch drop. If you got dropping some merch that you want people to know about, hit us up, tag us in your post, and we be, we will be more than happy to have y'all on the couch for sure. So we'll check in with y'all next week. We out of here, man. Yo, we are back with Mr. Will Clay. Y'all know what it is. We're talking about everything and everything under the sun with his music, track and field, all that good stuff. So since we're back, Daniela, go ahead and take us to our next question. Okay, let's see here. Um, so going back to the being like an athlete, have you ever experienced or gone through an athletic depression? And did you rediscover yourself through your music with that depression uh yeah yep that was kill will <laughs> mm-hmm. that was kill will for sure um yeah i i was in a i was in a like a bad space from the track you know what i'm saying and i had to like yeah i had to use music to really like get my emotions out and like you know what I'm saying tell not even like directly because like the beauty about music is like you don't have to directly say things you could you can play with your words mm. to tell stories without saying exactly what you know it is and that and that's mm. I think that was um for for hip-hop I think that was part of the the beginning of hip hop, not even hip hop, but just like uh, folk tales. You know what I'm saying? Music, music that even like slaves wrote back in the day. They had to say things that weren't so like out there, or else they slave masters was gonna catch on. Right. So they had to kind of like they had to make songs that was kind of like a code. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In order, mm-hmm. and if you know, you know. Right. Saying type of vibe. So like I think that that has bled into hip hop to where it's like, you know, we can we can talk about, you know, things that we're going through in life and put them in a way that if you're going through something or if you've been through something similar, you'll understand. But it's mm-hmm. not very, it's not directly just telling you like, you know what I'm saying, exactly what it is. Right. That's it's so frustrating, I think, 
just as far as just looking at athletes and musicians and artists, the hip hop artists, especially just how we always get played, you know what I'm saying? In this industry game and how, you know, it feels like it's impossible to, to overcome, you know what I'm saying? But being able to have a record label like desert water records, having a platform like takeover media, you know, to actually help artists get to the destination that they want to be and, be there to be like, yo, you don't, you're not in this alone. Like there's other people that are going through this. And I feel like, well, you're definitely one of those people that are making that change. You know what I'm saying? And how the industry moves. And like you said, if Drake decides to go independent, that's like a huge win. But like mine, (laughs) man. Right now we just got to take the small wins. And right now it's, it's it's definitely you will, especially in Arizona, taking those, that, that small victory and taking that next step. So I, I really, really appreciate that, man. Man, yeah, I feel like this this what we all doing. Same with you. You you doing the same thing. You know, we 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 doing a lot with what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um when you do a lot with what you have, you're gonna get more. You know what I'm saying? And so we just gotta keep going. You know what I'm saying? You do right by what you you get, you pass that test. Then you gonna get you gonna get to the next level. Definitely, definitely. So, yo, so I I really put on my journalism hat, and I told you I got on my journalism (laughs) bag. You know what I'm saying with this this interview today, but um, we gotta go ahead and talk about uh, the dreads, man. I was looking back at some old interviews, and we talked about it before the show. But I need you to to tell the people what what happened to dreaded will. Man, yeah, I was my dreads was swinging too. It was like, yeah, here with it. Man, I used to be, you know what I'm saying, like having little girls twist my dress, <laughs> make my dress. Like, yeah, I had dress for like seven years, probably a little bit longer than that. I had, I had them for a while. Right. And then uh, I was uh, I was still in college. I was still in college. I had this girl that I was dating, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um, I was really rocking with her. She was right. cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was cool. She was on the track team too. I was rocking with her. She had just got on the team. She transferred. Okay. I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never been, I ain't never been on nobody, but I knew. <laughs> and so uh yeah, we start we start fucking around and uh she was like one day she was like, Yeah, my parents don't really like guys with dreads. Hmm. And I was like, for real? Like, you're from you're you from Florida, like <laughs> right. Right Florida got dreads. <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, they don't really they're not into that. They don't they said they don't ever want me to bring a guy home that got dreads. Ooh. I'm like, dang, for real. Just make it hold on before you continue. Did it make you feel some type of way to hear that? Yeah, because okay. because I know my character, like right. I knew I knew like I'm not my like, how can you attach a certain type of person to a hairstyle? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I done seen dudes with fades that's grimy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, done right. seen, I done seen, I mean, shoot, look at what just happened the other day. You know what I'm saying? At the state capitol. Like, mm-hmm. you can't put, like, you can't put a, a, t- a type of person to a look. Right. And so, yeah, I was like, that's just weird, but whatever you know what I'm saying right. and it wasn't a, it wasn't like a it was just a casual conversation we had right and so we just we had the conversation and I had ended up going home 
I went home for some reason. Like I just went home to visit, mm-hmm. and uh, I had put them on my homie C car. He a barber. Okay. We just go over there. He stay. He stay on the south side. So we just go over there and kick it. You know what I'm saying, and uh, and that day I was just sitting there watching everybody get the haircut, and I was like thinking about the girl and her, like mm-hmm. what she said, and I'm like, man, look, I'm about to cut myself. So, mm. <laughs> mm. so, <laughs> so I tell my boy, she called, I'm like, hey, bro, hey, I'm I need a cut. I need a haircut. He like, bro, stop playing. <laughs> and he pick up the scissors. He grabbed one of my dreads. He like, you, like you for real? He thought, like, no, no, I'm playing. Right? I'm like, no, I'm for real. So he, he like slowly cut one off. Mm. And I didn't, even, I ain't flinch. I was just like, yeah, like cut him. And he was like, you for real? Like this nigga's not playing. Like <laughs> he really want to cut his hair. And so he just started cutting them. Boom, cutting them all off. And in my head, I'm like, dang, like. The, the the girl wasn't the main reason, but she was part of the reason. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she was part of the reason. And so I'm getting them cut, and I'm, like, looking in the mirror, like, dang, I really don't got no hair on my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I look crazy. Like, I, I wasn't <laughs> used to how I looked. You know what I'm saying? I had to refine myself mm-hmm. without the dress. And uh, uh, fast forward, me and the chick, <laughs> we ain't even really end up rocking with each other. Ooh. We ended up on some foul shit. So like, oh, man. Yeah, so it was like, you know, but it was <laughs> it was meant to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I bet you felt lighter, right? I mean, <laughs> I felt lighter, holding you down. <laughs> but I felt like that was my strength, too, though. You know right. I felt like that was my strength, too, though. Like, but yeah, it's it's uh yeah, don't don't be doing nothing for no uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm married now, so I if my wife be like, Yeah, you need I'm not okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. But for some like yeah, no. Don't how do about that. uh are we gonna see a, a dreaded will maybe in the future here? Maybe twenty twenty two we're gonna see dreaded wills? Yeah, I think he's back. Oh, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. You're already here <laughs> first. We got the exclusive right here. <laughs> Dreaded Will is coming back, y'all. Don't blink. Don't blink. I'm going to need a few years, though, till I'm swinging. Hey, facts, facts. We got to start with a little twist, you know, as we go. As we go. Give me some time. It's a process. It's a whole process. Oh, my goodness. Um, So we're going to bring this question back like we always do. So do you think any superhero... um, how would you say, like, trait or power? power? Yeah, what power. would you pick? Yeah. Um, I would pick the ability to teleport, like, pop up wherever I wanted to pop up. Facts. Yeah. I would, no more plane tickets. Yeah, no plane <laughs> tickets. I could, I, could, I could literally, like... I could see my family more. Mm. I can make more plays. Facts. I could be wherever I want to be when I need to be there. If I needed to go to like Paris right now to go pick out some fabric for my line, for my clothing brand, I could just Mm -hmm. pop out, go out there, do that, pop up on my mom the next (laughs) hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
go out to uh Italy, go get a get some like some pasta real quick because I wanted pasta today. I'm like, I'll be moving, bro. I'll be everywhere. <laughs> I'll, I'll be in your right. You be like, yeah, we need to do the podcast for sure. I'm, I'm about to be there. Facts. Like, hey, give me, give me one second. I'll be right there. Second, bro. I'm there. You, know what I'm saying? you coming with your pasta, your boiled pasta, right there? <laughs> like, yeah, hey, what's up? You want some? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I'm not gonna get that one <laughs> Yeah, man, that's what I would be though. So. I feel that. That's a good one. Yeah, what what other one did we hear in 2020 that was pretty good? We were like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, mind reading. Mind reading. Um, I think that, I feel like I uh, mind reading is probably the best one and teleportation. If I could have both of those things, I think that'd be cool. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to read a white line. Yeah, see, I, I would feel that. I would feel that. I don't. I don't want to. I read their mind. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know because if I know, it could probably like, yeah, it could. It could. I could. I could see this going bad either way. I mean, I could be like, yo, my girl, I'd be like, yo, how'd I look in this? This look cool, and I can read her mind. She'd be like, oh, this dude look goofy as hell. <laughs> right. Hey, what did you say? What did you, you just say? That she was on some <laughs> You know he thought she was on the fly. She's like, yeah, that is good. That's that's fly. But you read her mind. She's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you lying. I know you lying because I could read your mind. I'll be walking out the door. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Oh, that'd be bad. But the good, yeah, you know, the you could take the good with the bad. But yeah, I feel it. So, what would be one of the cons of teleporting? I don't know. Maybe a glitch in the system. I don't know. You might you just. Uh, Concept right. of time. Yep. Ant Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. You'll be caught up in the Ant Man world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you are you a Marvel fan, Will? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like all the way like you know what I'm saying, tapped into it, but I, I watch the movies though. Facts. All right, you that yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. Cause the, the new Marvel series that are coming out this year in twenty twenty one, they look they look pretty mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, they look crazy. Are they doing another Black Panther? And that's what I heard. That's what they're saying. There's a possibility. So. And then we got a, a a Scarlet Witch film coming out. That's gonna yeah. be dope. Okay. Um, Black Black Widow whole film about her. I mean, it should should be smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna be on I'm be on the lookout for that. For sure. Do you check out a uh, Soul this this holiday season? Man, I love that movie, bro. Yeah. That opened my eyes to a lot, just like self looking at myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and just really like trying to use my time the right way while I'm here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. Like, not get too caught up in like the shit that don't matter. Mm-hmm. And just like trying to focus on what really do, like family. You know what I'm saying, and, mm-hmm. and just trying to do right by people, and you know. Just yeah, that was a solid movie. I feel like like it's a cartoon, but that's geared towards adults for real. I feel like that's geared towards adults. I was about to say the same mm-hmm. thing, man. Yeah. I have a I have an eleven year old sister, and she watched it, and I'm like, 
What, what you, business does she got? Wanting to, like, she probably sitting here thinking like, damn, what the heck? My, me over here crying in the corner. Like, right. I don't got no purpose. It's sad. like, what's, what's, the wrong, what's wrong with my brother? Yeah, it's, like, it's a cartoon. Like, right. Even like the, little, yeah, the little blue people. Like, right. Oh, that's facts. Danielle, what did you like about it? I think it was the timing and message. Because mm. it came like at the end of the year when any like people were losing interest in themselves. At the same time, they weren't really thinking about like how can they grow from you know twenty twenty onwards. Mm, so right. for that to be like, I mean, Pixar they're very strategic with everything that they put out. Yeah. And Jamie Foxx as well, like as the main character, being such an influential role. He mm-hmm. killed it. So, yeah. I mean, I cried like probably five times throughout the movie. So. <laughs> it happens, you know. Yeah. Facts. That, that it was deep. It was so deep. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but it was dope. It had a great message behind it, and like like my mom said, so yes, enjoy life. You know, your purpose is to live. You feel me? Yeah. So that's all. That's all it is. For sure. Something so small can be so impactful. It's crazy. So. Yeah. Crazy. So I want to get back into the music aspect of things with Will because I feel like this is your your coming your coming out party in the sense of you know 2020 was like okay yeah I'm here I just dropped three projects was good mm-hmm. but now I just saw on your Instagram today Twitch mm-hmm. is gonna be you're partnering with Twitch to broadcast your whole next project yeah yeah so how, how did that come about what can you leak some exclusives out or are we gonna have to just sit and wait. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just signed a contract. I just signed a contract like a couple of days ago. Oh, congrats to that, man. Cheers. Yeah, appreciate awesome. it. So like, yeah, I'm just I'm about to give people just that that insider's view of the process, you know what I'm saying, that goes into like me making a, an album, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um collabing with different producers. I'm gonna I'm gonna give people the chance on Twitch to like if you want to send me beats, like send me beats right now. I, you know what I'm saying? I'll cut some to them. And I think it'll be cool to get people's like feedback right away. You know what I'm saying? Rather mm-hmm. than when the music is already out, which is, it'll be dope to do that. Um, Definitely. And it's cool because I got a studio at the crib. So like I, I'll be comfortable in, in my crib. You know what I'm saying? Just giving people that inside, you know what I'm saying? Inside view and just having fun with it, you know what I'm saying? Having For fun sure. and um taking inspiration from you know from other people, just getting a spark from from other people. Sometimes when you're in the studio by yourself, you know, it can get monotonous to where mm-hmm. I done made I done made a record, you know what I'm saying, about that already. Like right. I need and it I need some new inspiration. But like right now, it's tough to go out and get inspiration because you can't really go nowhere. Right. Man, like I can't just go like experience I can't just go to LA and just experience shit for a week no more. Mm-hmm. You know, before I could do that. And then I you know, I, that's those are things that I could put into my music. Right. Um so like yeah, just taking inspiration from other people and and letting that, you know, take me to different po- more moments and points in my in my, in my own life to where you know, I'm I can make music about that. So yeah, Twitch Twitch like they super dope for that, you know what I'm saying? For oh, yeah. Together and 
I'm gonna probably be on there like every day. That's so dope. Every day, just cutting records, and um, yeah, just letting people see that. I'll yeah, probably have, I'll probably have some people pull up on me, like producers and artists, like pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? That's so dope. That's gonna be fire. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. So, so with that, with the contract, is it like um, you got you have to film every session, or like what's the setup like for you, no. like? I don't got to film every session. Okay. I can film whatever, like, whatever I'm comfortable with or whatever I right. Um, But, uh, yeah, I just got to, like, for the most part of the album, you know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. allow people to, to see the process of it. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. see, like, even even if it's just me watching music videos to get inspiration, you know what I'm saying? If it's just that, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be different types of things. Sometimes I might just be listening to beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying sometimes I might be cutting records. Um, sometimes I might have a producer here, and we just like freestyling, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of different vibes, but all of that goes into like making a project. So it does um, I think a lot of people, you know, who are consumers, they just they just see the the final outcome. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be dope for people to see, you know, what actually goes into it because it's a lot that goes into it. Definitely, um, hours and hours and, and a lot of details, you know, and, and tweaks and, and things like that. Little sounds like that you probably wouldn't even hear, mm-hmm. but like you know, I hear it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? You, some someone might not hear it, but they'll feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just things like that that. I think it would be dope for people to get that. You know what I'm saying? That type Definitely. Of, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just inside scoop. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be dope. One thing I like about Will is he keeps saying cutting records. I'm like, damn, boy, we back in the 90s, my G? We cutting records? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we cutting records on <laughs> Will's still cutting records, man. Y'all y'all not on his level no more. He got to, he, he's cutting records. Where y'all at? Y'all downloading? <laughs> cutting these records. <laughs> No, but I think that's so dope with Twitch. I think you doing it as well. I mean, I think it's just so dope because now when people hear that album or that project that you dropped, they're like, oh, I remember that session when I was there in this live. And I was like, or even like if there's like a little inside joke between y'all and that those viewers, those Twitch viewers are like... Ah, well, we'll back at it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a part of that moment. Like, they was a part right, of that moment. to be a part of that. Like, I think that's crazy genius. I like that. That's a great move, man. Yeah, yeah it's going to be dope. It's going to be I'm dope. I'm sure tapped in. I'm going to be up in there every time. I got my yeah. Twitter notifications on for Will Clay. I'm going to be yeah, in there. Tap in, man, for sure. Facts. I might need some bars, you know what I'm saying? You might have to slide me a few bars, you know what I'm saying? I'll throw them in the record. Look at who who are you talking to? Who you gonna be my ghost rider? You don't want me to ghost ride for you, man. (laughs) Oh man. Hey man, look, desert water, we don't we don't we don't yeah, we don't got ghost riders. Oh, let them know. Let them know. Yeah, desert water. Desert Water ain't got no ghost riders. Like, everybody's pen is like that at Desert Water Records. You know what I'm saying? So, who's with you? Who's on Desert Records right now? Desert Water Records right now? Uh, me, J Waves, Don P. Okay. And then Mitch is, um, 
Mitch is uh we just brought him on as our president. Ooh. Yeah, but we can't sign Mitch because he he signed the 400 records. So like. Okay. Yeah. So like he he's he's still 400, but he just a president. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Mitch, man. Is is it dope? seeing like being able to grow with somebody that you like been with since forever mm-hmm. For like sure. you j wave you said j waves don p right mm-hmm. don p and mitch yeah and just all y'all just that's crazy it's it's crazy but when you see somebody at a young age and you know they got talent like it's not that crazy. Like you mm-hmm. feel like it's mm-hmm. it's just a timing thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, like dang, now your time is now. You know what I'm saying? But I saw it back then, but we just wasn't ready for it back then. Like now is the time. You know so so like I I see everybody up making moves and I'm just like, yeah, like I saw that, bro. Right. But I saw it, you know what I'm saying, and now the world get to see it. Definitely, it's it's a dope it's a dope thing to see. It's like you know, even with sports, you know what I'm saying. Like growing up with, I grew up with a lot of the greatest athletes to come out of Arizona and play with oh, yeah. them, ran track with them. You know what I'm saying? Like Deion Jordan, Cameron Jordan, Marcus. Mm. Wheaton, you know what I'm saying? Like um, Jared Bayless. You know what I'm saying? Mm. These dudes, they're like, like you know what I'm saying? Right, great. You know, and I was I was right there with them. So, like, at that time, I knew that it was cold. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> like, later on, the world got, the whole world got to see that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, a, it's a dope thing to be able to be around talent at the infant stages of it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, see it when it blow up. It's like, dang, that's crazy. Facts. I like yeah. that. Me and Daniela were talking before you got on. We were debating whether you're not. Where are you from? On Wikipedia, it says uh, you're from Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. But when you talk, you you say you're from Phoenix. Yeah. I was born in Tucson. Yo, shout out to the home team. Let's get it, Tucson. <laughs> Wikipedia is right. I was born. Yeah, I was born in Tucson. Uh, my mom went to U of A. She had me when she was in college. That's dope. And Too then, cool. like right after, right after I was born, we moved to Atlanta. Oh, lived okay. in Atlanta. We lived in Atlanta for like a year or two. Okay. Then, then we moved to Phoenix. Wow. You know but when I when I moved to Phoenix, like we bounced around a lot. Like mm. we'll be in, we'd be on like the east side, then we'd be on the west side, and then um we lived in Tempe for a little bit and then a majority of like my childhood was on the south side though. Okay. So like okay. where I where a lot of my memories come from is is the south side of Phoenix, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why I always go back to that, you know what I'm saying? That's where, that's where my real roots are. Everywhere else is kind of just bouncing around, but I really got to lay a foundation on the south side, so. Definitely. Definitely. That's so sick. Yo, Tucson, baby. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. <laughs> AZ Love, Phoenix, you, Tucson. You, like, you grew up in Tucson? I've been here, man. I've been here for Are you the in Tucson time. right now? I'm in Tucson right now. You see, you see, the, you see what it say right there? You see what it say right there? Wildcat country. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's my up? And my brother both went to U of A. Oh, wow. That's so dope. <laughs> like, I, they was like, you got to go to U of A. I was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, let me get up way far away from <laughs> <laughs> with the Florida. My man went. <laughs> 
Hey, nah, at that time, bro, in on the like in Phoenix, it was just it was no need to stay in. Phoenix, yeah, no, I don't blame you at it all. Was crazy, bro. Like it was just it was just a crazy time, and and that was part of the reason why I left college or left high school early. You know what I'm saying, yeah. started to like get when it started to get close. You know what I'm saying, you start to lose homies. Yeah, and and, and it's just like real close. It start to get closer and closer. You got to understand that and know that and be able to see that and know, like, okay, like, yeah, I can't, I yeah, can't, like, continue to be in this space because I'm going, I'm going to be next. next. So, like, it was the smartest thing for me to do. You know, yeah, I mean? definitely. like the people around me knew that too. Like my mom, she was like, "It's time for you to go," because mm-hmm. it started to like, you know, she started to kind of see how I was moving. My coaches was like, bro, you getting college letters every day. You know what I'm saying? They're bringing me letters every day, like any school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just go. Facts. <laughs> and just go. And I was, you know, I was doing I was doing cool in school and I was able to like I had all my credits that I needed. So I was like, shit, yeah. I'm out, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't I ain't shoot lived in any since since then. I I go back a lot, you know what I'm saying? Right. Still out there, but yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, just trying to make make moves and obviously, you know, be where I need to be to excel. You know, whether it's wherever my coach is, wherever I need to be to, you know, to make music. Mm. You know, I, I put myself in that in that uh, space. Definitely, that makes sense yeah. to me, man. I'm glad you did that too. Yeah, yeah. it 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 uh. It was the best thing because, you know, even after I left, it was just like talking on the phone with the homies and just like hearing, you know, things going on and then seeing like just more of my homies go down, whether it was prison or like dying. Mm-hmm. It was just like, man, like I was with you every day. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's the like the crazy part. That's that's just why I feel like this. It's just a. Uh, it's a purpose and like a, a blessing that that has been put on me. Like it's these things that I do, I gotta do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't really supposed to be here. In, the, mm-hmm. in as far as the odds of it, you know what I'm saying? Right. The situations. So that only to me that only means that it's something that I that I'm supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's why whatever I'm doing, I just I'm always like full, like full fledged, all gas with it. Facts. Yep. I like that a lot. <laughs> you got any, you got any, one more question? Um. You got any more questions? Cause I feel like this is gonna be a two hour special. I'm okay with that. I know. <laughs> well, you okay with that, man? I don't know if you got. Yeah, man, man, we vibe. <laughs> <laughs> we vibe, man. Let's see here. So. What has been the worst injury that you've overcome, and what was the recovery of that like, both mentally and physically? Um, I'd have had a lot of injuries, mm. a lot of injuries. The biggest thing with injuries is trying to keep your mind right, mm. because like when you get injured, it's like. It's like, uh, let's say for for this podcast, 
Is this this a pod? You call this a podcast? Yeah, we can call it whatever we want. What do you call it though? <laughs> uh, show. <laughs> show. All right, let's say the show. My <laughs> this show. Um, this show is your your thing, your main thing. Mm-hmm. And one day out of nowhere, everything's going good. One day out of nowhere, yo. Camera, your mic, your lights, it just stopped working. Mm-hmm. But you can't just go buy another one. Mm. The only way that it's going to start working again is just with time. Mm. And and you trying to, like, fix it. But you can only do so much every day. You, mm. know you can't fix it in one day. Right. You mm. know what I'm saying? And it's like this is your thing. This is what you do. Mm-hmm. And, and this is your passion, but you can't do it until the camera and the mic and the lights get fixed. And, and that's like, Hey, Willie Buck. Hey, uh, Mitch, uh, Mitch is hitting me right. It's Mitch right here. I'm on this. Oh, there's Mitch right there. <laughs> no, it's good, Mitch. Oh, what's up, y'all? I'm gonna tap in. I'm gonna tap in with you, bro. Yeah. Um, but she is like, once when you can't do that, it can just like put a damper on you. You know what I'm saying like because it's like you know what you're capable of. You know when them lights cut on and that camera cut on and that mic, you know it's I'm like. I'm me right. about to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you comfortable. But when you can't, it's like, man, what do I do? Like right. I, this is my these this is like my life. My life is is based off of me being able to run track. That's mm-hmm. right. My not my whole life, but a big part of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So and so like that's tough. But at that point, you have to be mentally strong to be able to be like, okay, like it's going to be a process to get back, but I'm going to get back. You know mm-hmm. And I'm learn from this. You know what I'm saying? So like whenever I have gotten injured, I always come out better because I have to like really dig deep to like work on the small things. I, I can only, mm-hmm. you can only work on the small things at that point. It's like, Every day you could just get a little bit, 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 bit until you right. know you're, you're back, and um, that always has just made me better. So I feel like whenever I get injured, it's like something. It was some. It was meant to happen. Like I needed to sit down for a little bit, mm. and I needed to like recalibrate. You know what I'm saying right. so mm-hmm. I take, I take them, I take them. Uh, I, it's hard, but you know I, I try to take them uh, in an optimistic way. In, right. in a way that I know that, you know, this is going to be better, you know, once I get that, out of this hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I should, we probably should say this, but Danielle's background is in uh, <laughs> athletic training and massage therapy. So that's. I said that earlier. <laughs> I want to use it. I want to use You must have been said that in the intro. Like, how you going to just that? <laughs> She a whole trainer. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, I didn't want to cut you off and be like, yo, hey, yo, so Danielle's an athletic yeah. trainer. <laughs> uh, every 
every time I'm like, yeah, injuries and that, she's back there like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. I think you can say that. No, exactly what you're talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. She, uh, did she? Did he preach to? Was that like what you would say, Daniela, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially like what I see because a lot of my friends did track, and when they got injured, they were just you know it destroyed them. But at the same time, it they were at a point where their ego was getting affecting their performance. Mm. So it was like a recalibrate of like, okay, you know, let me humble myself so I can perform at my best. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back when I was playing high school, yeah, I mean, I would not sit down for nothing. Like, even if it was like something as small as like, yo, you need to sit out for a day. It's like, nah, coach, put me in right now. Like, I don't got a day. You know what I mean? Yep. That's how. That's how your mind is. But like, you know, once once you get through that, you probably come out better on the other side. You know, but it just. It's a mind thing and ego thing. Yeah, like she said. Mm-hmm. But the body is a really uh special thing. Like you gonna always bounce back. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. the body is just like yeah, it's one of the greatest creations of all time. It is the greatest creation of all time. Like yeah, yeah. Shit, the way that shit like just heals is crazy. It's just you just gotta be patient. Yeah, no, that, it is crazy. I laughed because uh, last year or. A couple, a couple months ago, I was playing basketball. I haven't played basketball in forever. Oh shit! And um, <laughs> thank God I have Daniela on like my phone, and it's like, yo, one call, one two buttons, clicks, I'm good. But I was like, had a full body cramp. This was like summer, right? Or like, I, I don't know yeah. when it was, but it was hot. I was dehydrated. I'm like ba- basically crying on Facetime to Daniela. I'm like, yo, help me, like. <laughs> Move and she's like, "Yo, you need to get the yeah. foam roller. You need to roll out. Like it was just bad. So now for Chris, for like just a just because gift, she gave me a foam roller. So I be ah. all the time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> said, I was hurting. I was hurting, man. Like it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. yeah, I bet that was painful, bro. Now, what was what was like one of the crazy like? Have you ever cramped up like that that bad ever? For sure, especially in Phoenix. I mean, it's For hot sure. as hell, and Florida. I, I be cramping up like, man, it's crazy. Like, and it'll be randomly. Like, it won't be during. Like, when I'm doing something, it'll be like after, like, mm-hmm. like thirty minutes to an hour after. I'm like thinking I'm chilling. <laughs> the next thing, my whole leg is just ah, you know, and it's yeah. like you off guard to where you just panic like <laughs> you know what I'm saying you don't know what to do I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about <laughs> that whole jerk thing is like oh yo <laughs> man yeah that's one of the worst pains for sure definitely oh yeah it's just so bad but thank god for Daniela and trainers like her that look out for everybody god without you we'd be broken Everything. Everything. She's like, yeah, no cap. You ain't lying. Y'all would be broken. <laughs> Where was you a trainer at? Um, so I'm going to GCU to do the athletic training, but I've done like the physical therapy tech. Um, I shadowed for the U of A hockey team out here, oh. and then um, got my massage therapy license. Okay. 
So you are in t- you're in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Whenever I'm in Tucson, I'm I'm hitting your line for sure. You you yeah. must. It's a work. <laughs> you must. It's a must. I heard a lot of great things from her. Yeah. About her. From yeah. Askey, from who else? <laughs> The enzyme to everybody. <laughs> oh goodness! Like, what's the scene like in Tucson, man? I ain't like. Oh, you, you ain't tapped in. I ain't been out there. Yo, we got we got to tell you who to look out for. I feel like it's our duty to do that. <laughs> yeah, we might have to bring them over to Desert Water Records. No, I think they'd be down with that. I mean, you definitely got to talk to the young boy Asky. Asky, mm-hmm. Asky, he's definitely up and coming. Asky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll shoot you all the links if, you, if you're cool with that, me blowing up your phone. But, yep. <laughs> but for sure, Ask you got to be the one. I okay. mean, you got to definitely link up with him. And then Cash, Cash Lansky. Mm-hmm. Cash Lansky. Yes. Oh, he's fire. And then Big Mama Trauma for sure. If you can get a record with Big Mama Trauma. I love her. You would love her. <laughs> you would love her energy. You would love her energy. Big Mama Trauma. Big Damn, Mama Trauma. I'm already scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. She's the biggest. The she's the biggest person ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to have to see about Big Mama Trauma. <laughs> you definitely got to tap in. I'm sending you links tonight, and you, you tell me what you think. You sound like, yeah, they're going to feel her. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, they are. Okay. Big Mama Trauma. Yes. That's just to name a few. We, we could go off. Okay. We want to talk well, about producer. Manny, yeah. producer, Manny Megs. Yeah. Manny Megs. I need to tap in with more producers at AZ. Yes. Manny Megs. 98, Mags. baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I would even say Chris. Kind of by Kinda Chris. By Chris. Yeah, I would just say him. If you could, uh, send me those. Send me that. Oh. Oh. We, we about to come up with a whole. We got you. Don't even worry about it. We got you. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tap in. So talking about music as well right now, like as an athlete, because one of the hardest things for me when I was growing up in high school was like I had this identity as, yo, that's Z. He's the basketball player. And like, you know, I was I was good. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like it got to the point where I got old and I was like not I got older and was like, do I want to be like just Z, the basketball player of like my whole entire life? Like, is that like my purpose, I guess, or like I know there's something more to me than just basketball. Was it, and music was that more to me. I mean, I didn't, I didn't rap, I didn't produce. I mean, I just love talking to people about music. I love being on new artists. I love you know linking people together with new artists and putting people on. Mm-hmm. So I stopped playing basketball my junior year of high school, and was like, you know what, I'm gonna go full throttle on this music side of stuff. Okay. But for you, what was that like? transitioning into an mute as a athlete into an artist and doing both um well i feel like i feel like it's as far as my purpose and just mm-hmm. i feel like it's bigger than both it's bigger than music and track you know what i'm saying it's those are um just vehicles you know right, that I can, um, that I can, uh, what's the word like push my purpose through? Mm. You know what I'm saying, but like, I I would never put myself in a box to, to be like, yeah, I'm Will the 
track athlete or I'm Will the right. artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or or I'm Will the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Even like with my music, you can hear it. Like I don't I'm not gonna just make one type of you know what I'm saying sound. Right. Um I feel like I just feel like my purpose is just bigger than it's it's bigger than me, you know, mm-hmm. but it's bigger than just one one uh specific title. Right. You know, and I think that uh as time goes on, you know, there will be other other titles that may be, you know what I'm saying, put on me, but uh mm-hmm. it won't be what defines me, you know what I'm saying? It'll just be what I'm doing at that time, whether it's whether it's like entrepreneurship, business, whether it's philanthropy, you know, whether it's um, just teaching, whatever it may be, right? And whatever it may be, that's just gonna be, you know, a thing that that Will is doing at that time to to um, to live out my purpose. Facts. Yeah. I like that. That's a great answer to that. I feel like you practiced that before we even got on. His guy just up day. He's like, here we go. <laughs> he's, out in, he's out there in the I mirror. I was waiting on that question. I was waiting on that one. <laughs> he ain't walking by the bathroom. Well, what you doing? I'm practicing. I'm practicing. Right. I'm practicing. I got my little notebook with my notes right over here. He's looking down on his phone. He's like, and then. <laughs> and then I'm going to say, and then, yeah. Right. Yeah, I would piece it all up. He's gonna ask me this. Watch, he's gonna ask me this. That's a great answer, man. I love that. Yeah, that's that's how I feel, though, man. I feel like that's everybody. I think we are we are in this really big, really, really, really big picture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And the best thing that anyone could do is just is play play their part in in the whole picture and. And add to it, you know what I'm saying, in their specific mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? And that that's everything from the sand on the beach to the birds in the air to the everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It plays its part in this beautiful picture, but you can you can tarnish it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like that shit that them people did in, at the Capitol, like that is that is a tar- like that's a tarnishing thing, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to this to this creation. Not not the not the acts of what they did, but mm-hmm. the 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 emotions in their hearts. Not like mm-hmm. like their their heart, like what you know what I'm saying led them to do that. That's right. the tarnishing part. Like you are not you're not supposed to have that type of feeling in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's that's hate. And that's fear, you know what I'm saying? And that's not adding to this beautiful picture that we're in, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, that's that's not their purpose. Oh. <laughs> their purpose is not to do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like, yeah, it's our, it's just, you know, our duty, you know what I'm saying, to just do, be the best versions of ourselves, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and to, to do it in a, in a loving way. Mm-hmm. And, and shit after that, I mean, it's it ain't really much else to it. After that, thanks. Yeah. I'm about to get up and go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back whenever. Just tell me when. 
fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your passport, man, still from London. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy? I just got my passport uh, to Sierra Leone. What's that? Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's where all my family from. Like, my mom moved from Sierra Leone to, to uh, Tucson. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, uh-huh. like that's, you know, my all my family. I'm the only I'm the only person in my family born in America. Wow. All my family was born in Sierra Leone and um, in London. Wow. London, UK. And so, yeah, bro, I had uh, applied for my passport out there. To, That's so dope. To, to just like make it official and um planning to hopefully go back go back out not go back but go there soon to visit yeah. mm-hmm. so That's dope. yeah man it's uh i feel like that continent is just beautiful but we just we don't we don't see uh we don't get to see the beauty of it nah. and 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 it's not like it's crazy, like Tulum went like Tulum has blown up. Like I, I believe it's after Nip did that video in Tulum. Okay, right, 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 right. I believe it's I believe it turned up after that. But like it's places like that that no one knew about. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And now everybody going there. And I feel like I feel like Africa is like on the way to that. That's dope. so many beautiful places, so many beautiful places. It's gonna be a tourist attraction, like it's gonna be yeah. Like not just South Africa, but like other parts of Africa too. Yeah, I was on a I was on TikTok the other day, and there was a a dude who lives in Africa, and he was just like, "Yo, like we got water. Like what are y'all talking about? Like we don't got water. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. right here. He's like I don't know what they be showing you in the U.S. I mean, we not all like what they show you on the TV. Like we got functioning like yeah. country. Like we're good. Like yeah, they functioning. And it's like you know what I'm saying. I, I live in San Diego right here, and it's like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to see the good and the bad. Right. Exactly. It's like that. It's like that everywhere, bro. Like, you can't you can't just be thinking, like, Africa's on some, like, 25 cents a day, kid. <laughs> Fact. And, like, that's out. You know what I'm saying? Fact. They was doing that, and they wasn't even giving the money to the kids. You know that ass. You know Joe Osteen, what's up? I got a problem. What's good? <laughs> 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 you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna get to the point where they they can't hide it from us no more. Like, right, we, we gonna understand mm-hmm. the beauty of that of that continent. Definitely. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. It, Africa's beautiful. I can't wait to visit. I can't wait to move to Canada too. So that's gonna be. <laughs> I've never been to Canada, man. I want to go there. So I want to go to. I, I don't know what Vancouver like, but I want to. Is Vancouver like more the French side? No, it's on the west coast. West, okay. So, yeah, like two, no, actually, two or three hours from Seattle. Oh, oh. man. Oh. How far is it from Toronto? Um, All the way on the opposite <laughs> side. That's on the other side? <laughs> yeah, by Michigan, huh? Other side. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Toronto and, so, Toronto and Quebec and Montreal all on the east coast. Okay. And then um, Vancouver's the farthest west. And then you have like Edmonton and um, uh, Alberta, like right in the middle. Okay, that's dope. Yeah. You ever uh, you ever went to Carabana? To where? Carabana. Mm mm. Never had a Carabana. Mm mm. 
You heard Serena? <laughs> no. Am I supposed to know? <laughs> I, I thought you were singing Barry Manilow. Is that Manilow. a Canadian thing? <laughs> is a Canadian thing, and that's why I want to go to here. That's why I want to go to Canada. What's there? That What's the there? Big, Hold on. What's is that the big um, Caribbean festival that they have? Okay. Uh, it's a, it's crazy. I, I, I just seen videos. <laughs> and it just looked like the most lit, like, situation I've ever seen. And I, I believe uh, Drake, whatever, Drake's OVO weekend or whatever, mm-hmm. around the same time. OVO festival, yeah. OVO festival oh. around the same time. And this is crazy. Like, I'm trying to go out there for that, for sure. Hey, hey when you go out in the summer. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Hey, you still good for Canada? Let me check my phone. That's <laughs> time yeah. for it. I'm about to twenty when twenty twenty whatever when we were back from this whole thing I'm I'm traveling y'all ain't gonna y'all are y'all uh y'all gonna take the vaccine y'all think about I have to she has to yeah I might I might wait a little bit (laughs) are you scared I'm not so much scared it's just I mean I just see what's the what the situation looking like you know what I mean he's gonna decide on my reaction yeah. Yeah, I was asking, are you scared? Because you got, you, so you sound you about to get it soon. Yeah, I have to get it soon. So since we're working so closely, the clinic that I'm in, we do work with a lot of the elderly. Because um, oh. we're up in like Oro Valley area. Mm. Um, so that's like the elderly population. And so it, like we technically have to, but we can decline it. But in a physical therapy clinic, you're going to be hanging around with someone from like 7.30 in the morning till 7 at night. So it's it's kind of ine- inevitable. Also, it's it's like a flu vaccine. You right. have to get it every year. And to be able to go in the hospital, because um, if I have to do rotations in the hospital, they have to have proof that you got it in order to work in there. Okay. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I, okay. I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I feel you. Well, are you getting it? Um, I wouldn't. I don't think I want to. <laughs> I don't think I want to. Honest, I, I, I feel like a lot of vaccines, just from like my research, I'm not like Dr. Fauci or whoever you're know saying. Right, 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 right. From my research, I feel like a lot of vaccines were created in a like a longer time frame to where they had more time to do mm-hmm. more testing and to like really get it down <clears throat> and I think this one has just been created super fast and so that I don't want to say nothing to like yeah no 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 fear, to put fear like make us scared or nothing but um I just feel like it's so fast to where there could be some mistakes that they have made that um people are gonna feel the the you know the backlash of that and so like i don't know right now i just think it's in the early stages obviously and they're still doing you know, they're still doing testing and stuff like that right. so by the time like we you know what i'm saying getting to getting to get it i feel like yeah. it's probably gonna be cool yeah but i i'm still like you know that that was fast. How <laughs> I understand it was needed that fast. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like dang. Yeah, no, nah, um, I get that. It's it's a it's 
house up. You know what I'm saying? We might have we might have to take it to go to the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, like, I'm not going to be like all those other people out there. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Uh, like, all right, cool. You can take it. I'll take it. Whatever. Cool. I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah I just, you know, I just, I don't, I just hope that there's no, like. Oh, yeah. Nah. I crazy, like, you know what I'm saying? Symptoms or not. Oh, just like, you know. Got to read the fine print, <laughs> right? Gotta yeah, you ain't, lying. you ain't lying. You ain't lying at all. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I feel that. Yeah, but we gonna be a good because then you know once this all over, I'm going to Canada. You know what I'm saying? I know. Every time I post a picture of Vancouver, he's like, "So when we're going?" I'm trying to go. I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> hey. You hey, look up Carabana. Okay, cool. I, I'll look I'm with that. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna send you screenshots. Be like, yo, book the plane tickets. We get it. <laughs> Are we teleporting? We teleporting? I we forgot. Teleporting. We, teleporting. <laughs> we we in and out. All right, let's do it. Right, my mom said I gotta be home by twelve. <laughs> I'm gonna get you back to the crib, bro. All right, say less. I'm with it. <laughs> It will. Does anything you want to shout out before we head on out? Um, man, just shout out uh all the all the artists in AZ. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of them to name right now, but shout out to all the artists in AZ. Um, everybody doing their thing. I think it's a it's a great time right now for artists in AZ. I think we're starting to to gain the uh, attention of of uh, the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Desert Water Records. <laughs> I do. Shout out, shout out to um, just all the different shows and podcasts and and people like you that give us a platform, to, you know, to tell our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to everybody that's trying to make it make it work right now in the world. You know what I'm saying we're going through some shit right now. It's probably the worst that we ever been through. And, in yeah. the world, you know what I'm saying in our in our lifetime, definitely. Ooh, shout out to everybody that's trying to trying to make it work right now. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. don't don't give up. You know what I'm saying keep keep pushing. Um, we're gonna make it through. I'm with that. Yeah, for sure. Where can they follow you at, Will? Uh, Instagram at Will Clay C L A Y E uh, for my last name. Uh, YouTube at Will Clay. Um, Twitter at William Clay. I had to give him my full name on Twitter today. Somebody had to feel. <laughs> had to give him the full gubby. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Twitter, you know what I'm saying Instagram. Can we can we change your Twitter name? Can we do a Sir William Clay? Oh, <laughs> uh, we could. Let's do let's do that one. Let's do that. And I like Twitch. Twitch it will it will on Twitch. Will. You know what I'm, I'm about to I'm about to be on tw- on Twitch like daily. So. I'm there. I'm for that. I'm off for that. Yeah. Yo, so you can follow us at Lounge Takeover. You can follow me at Z underscore underscore G-I-V. You can follow Daniela at Danny Roll Takeover. And do you want to tell them how to spell it? Oh. Uh, <laughs> in the world without the O. And then is it just regular takeover? I think so. Uh, you might be tripping. You gotta know your handle. 
I never know. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't want anybody following me. You guys yeah, cannot I'm follow I'm me. Okay. Yeah, okay. You can follow Mankind at the Mankind Podcast or at Pod Crafty if he lets you. If you're that honorable, he'll let you in to the club because it's private. But yeah, hey, yo, should we shout out Clubhouse one time for making this happen? Clubhouse. Hey, we yes. got we gotta do a clubhouse. Yeah, I'm with it. We can do that for sure. We can get on that. Yeah, we gotta so make shout it. Out Clubhouse. Shout out everybody that made this happen. Uh truly, it was really I don't know if you know DJ yours truly at all, Will, but you definitely gotta tap in with him. He's an AR out here. From Tucson, but okay. uh, he was he was really pushing me to. When we're in the clubhouse, he's like, "Hey, yo, ask Will for an interview." He's texting me. He's like, "Ask Will for an interview." Yo, he didn't ask him. Yo, why didn't he ask him yet? Yeah. And then I was like, "Shout out to Jules too. She had Jules too. Kind of thing. She was all up. She was all up on here too. Uh, before we the the season ended, season oh, yeah. three, season two ended. So we got her on here. She yeah. was shout out Jules, man. So yeah, we we tapped in, y'all. So we are gonna get up out of here. I know we've been here for like an hour thirty minutes, but yo, Will is definitely worth the time to talk to. He a lot of insight, a lot of stories fun moments you know what i'm saying but we'll catch y'all next friday 8 p.m uh we got a patreon by the way it's a soft this is a soft little uh announcement if y'all want to go follow that patreon we gotta get some bread up in here you know what i'm saying but besides that man we do have a patreon so y'all go ahead and check us out on patreon and we are out of here roll that outro and will you better not hang up (laughs) 